I'm inviting you this morning to listen to and for the word of the Lord as I read out of Colossians chapter 3, verse 16 and 17. Listen to and for the word of the Lord. Let the message about Christ in all its richness fill your lives. Teach and counsel each other with all wisdom he gives. Sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs to God with thankful hearts. I think we just did that. Isn't that what we just did? Amen. Amen. And whatever you do or say, do it as a representative of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him to God the Father. The word of the Lord. I have been sharing with you in the last month a, a, a theme, a, a teaching theme about gratitude. And we called it because you care, we thank you. We actually passed out over, uh, I don't know how many hundreds of baggies to our community members, telling them that because they are doing a wonderful work outside, because they help our community, that because they get involved and care for our community, we are thanking them. And as a result of that, we have the art exhibit here for the community as a gift to them. Not only that, but also the community meal added into that festivities. And we also did the community meal thanking the community members who came because they care. What, what do we say? We thank you. Very good. So basically, uh, in the month that I've been sharing, I've been sharing about the whole idea of gratitude. And we first, the first week that I shared, we learned the idea of what does gratitude mean. Well, we discussed that gratitude means the affirmation, the acknowledgement, the expression, or the manifestation of goodness that you have received. So how many of you have received some goodness in your lives? Yeah. Amen. How many of you are, gra are, are grateful about it? It's a very natural response to be grateful when we receive some goodness. What is not very natural and what the first story of the Bible that we came at the beginning of the month, it was Jesus who healed the 10 lepers. We heard that, yeah, I, you know, he healed all 10 of them. But one of them, as he was walking away, he realized... He was being healed. He was being made whole. So he returned back to Jesus, praising God and thanking God. You see, and then Jesus says, but weren't they 10 that were healed? And only one of them returns? And the one that returns is the Samaritan, the one who shouldn't have returned. The foreigner. You see, the one that was rejected by everybody else. So actually, the, you know, I do believe that all other nines were grateful but what this one did differently, and what this one did in particular was he expressed, he acknowledged, he manifested his gratitude. And I'm calling that the articulation of gratitude. I, I, I was about to just go home after Tiffany shared her heart because Tiffany was talking about how some people articulate their gratitude in worship, right? And that is very, very biblical. Actually, that is why the Psalms exists. That is the very nature of the Psalms. It is the expression of the soul of the people of Israel, whether it be in litany and sadness and sorrow, or whether it be in joy, thanksgiving, and praise. We also learn in the second week that, uh, that uh, 
in order for us to have and to live in, in the spirit of gratitude, we learn that the spirituality of gratitude begins and is founded solely in the humble heart that's willing to learn, in what we call a teachable heart. We are walking all a new journey with Jesus. And in this new journey, we are basically learning a new way of life, a new way of talking, a new way of moving, a new way of articulating our lives. And notice how I spelled in, in, in your worship guide the word articulation. And Linda, who does so wonderful, when I sent her the message and, and the topics of the message, not the message, but the topics of Scripture, she goes and she finds those wonderful covers. And, and, and you know, she, she kind of thought, you know, when I came in on Tuesday, actually on Monday, because we had a short week this week because of the holiday, I came in and she says, Pastor, look at this one. She says, I thought you would like it because you're into all this art thing. And obviously, it is... The message today is the articulation. How do, can we articulate gratitude? How can we articulate thanks-giving? In Spanish, it is very interesting that thanksgiving, I think I mentioned that last year, is not gracias dar. It's acción de gracias. It's the act of gratitude. So when we gather together in, around our tables in Puerto Rico, because I think it's the only Hispanic place that celebrates Thanksgiving because of our long, over 100 years relationship with the U.S. We do celebrate Thanksgiving. We do have the turkey. It's just seasoned a lot better. <laughs> we do have the potatoes, but people look at them, and they go for the rice and beans. Or the arroz con gandules, which is even better. You see? Oh, we look at the yams and, and all that other stuff, and the pumpkin pie, but we also look at the flan. We have it all. Isn't that great? We have it all. So articulating gratitude is the way in which you begin to learn how to express thanksgiving, how to live a life of gratitude, how to move into a life where you are so thankful for everything that God has done. This morning, and, and TMI, too much information, as I was in the shower, you know what I became aware of thanking God for? No, not the water, the soap. Who, who thinks about that kind of stuff? Yeah, for the soap. And it smells so good, right? You know, once you leave the shower, it's disappeared, the smell. I don't know who gets it, but, but you know, at least in there, you, you have the fantasy that you're going to come up smelling that way. But I was thankful for soap. How about thankful for shoes? When many other people don't want to, that's a choice, but they don't have the ability of wearing or the chance of wearing the shoes they would like. I once had a roommate uh, in college who happened to be the son of my pastor in Puerto Rico, and, and one day I noticed that he was putting on his shoes, but he was crunching his front, his toes. And I said, Paul, what's going on? So said, uh, my pa don't have enough money to buy me some shoes, so I've been wearing these shoes for a long time. But his foot was growing. So I told my parents, and we took care of that. But you see, he was thankful. One day I was in seminary, and I was going through a transition in my life, and one of the seminarians approached me and says, goodness sake, don't you have any other shoes that those slippers? And I looked at him and I said, no, I don't. Because I didn't. 
He just happened to ask. Well, uh, he, he started a movement, I guess, in seminary, and the next week when we met, I had three brand new pairs of shoes. <laughs> in order for me to be gra grateful for that action of that, those students, and the president of the seminary says, I was going through a transition, so they thought I was not going to make it. They saw me very depressed. That was their story after I graduated. And, they, and he approached me, the president, Dr. Kilpatrick, good Irish Protestant. He said, um, you know what? I'm going to scholarship every class you get an A on. Guess how many A's I got for the rest of the year? I was appreciative. I was very grateful of this opportunity. Yes, I was going through a very, very tough period in my life. They acknowledged it, and they decided to help me. So instead of just grabbing the thing and just moving on in life and forgetting them because I could have been embarrassed, right? I could have chosen my ego to be embarrassed and protect my ego. And no, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. I accepted in humility the gifts. And I worked hard to get all those A's and to graduate from that degree without a debt. Thanks be to God. See, but the articulation of gratitude can take many, many ways. In the Old Testament, for example, there was actually an offering of gratitude, an offering of thanksgiving. And the people in the Old Testament, as God is forming these people in Israel, as God is forming the people from where the Messiah is to come from, He is teaching them how to be grateful to God. So He organizes the whole idea of thanksgiving, the whole idea of being gratitude to God, he arranges it around one word that's called worship. And in the Old Testament worship, even though the centrality was God, it was a thanksgiving act to God. From the offerings, from the sacrifices of thanksgiving, from every bit of information, every bit of sections in the, in the Israeli worship, it was an act of thanksgiving. That's why the Psalms were sung. That's why there was a peace offering that expressed and thanked God for the provision that they received, for the atonement they received every year. They were a people of gratitude. They were a people of thanksgiving. That's why in, the, in Hebrew, the word for praise and the word for thanks are almost the same. They have the same root. So thanking God evolves, overflows into our worship, our praise, our sacrifice. And Paul calls it a living sacrifice. Because none of us are going to take a knife to ourselves to sacrifice to God. I, I, I'm not into that. Too coward for that. But Paul calls it a living sacrifice that we should offer our lives before God as a whole living sacrifice. Now, gratitude, I do believe that gratitude is something that happens all around the world. I believe that the sense of gratitude is something that every society experiences. Actually, the word thank you appears in almost every culture. I told you last week that there is a culture in Africa that likes to give thanks by, uh, by uh, this is thing is not working for me now, that's offering, that offers thanks when you do something good to that individual. They, listen to this. They will sit in front of your house and smile in front of your house for at least three hours to thank you. Their expression of thanksgiving is basically sit in front of your house to share a smile towards you and everything you have. As expression of thanksgiving. Why are you guys laughing from Africa? <laughs> Have you heard that? 
Of course, they've heard that. Thank you. So basically, every culture in India, there's a, there's a group in India that expresses Thanksgiving in the most amazing way. They actually go ahead and, and, and they will go into your house, find out what needs to be done in the house, and they'll fix it. What an articulation of gratitude, of doing something for the other that has just done or given some grace and goodness to you. Those are articulations of gratitude. In China, I like the Chinese. You know what they do when they're thankful for something? They get you a gift. Yeah, they're very, and, 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 and hold on. The gift has to be appropriate, which the goodness that you just received. So it was a lot of goodness. You're going to get a big gift. Yeah. So cultures, and I do believe that every human culture has a way, has this need to express thanksgiving to God. And, and interestingly enough, uh, uh, if you heard about what I just said, all of them had to do with giving. All of them had to do with giving of their time to help others. You do that. Giving of their time to worship God. Giving of their time to work in the community. Giving of their time to help one another. The also thing that seems to be common in all this cultural and, and, and even in spiritual giving is sharing of your talents. Time and talent. Sharing of your best abilities. Sharing of your expertise. Sharing of what you know is a gift from God in your life. So giving is something that is very, very common to the expression of gratitude, to being grateful. So because we have received the grace from God, then we respond in gratitude. In Germany, one last one, the students, when they like the lecture of the teacher, you know what they do? They begin to knock on the pews, I mean on the chairs, on the desks. If they like what the, the lecture that they're receiving that moment, they begin to hit and they knock, they knock, 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 knock. So they're giving an expression of gratitude with some level of joy. It is the way in which we all express gratitude. Jesus experienced gratitude in very bizarre ways. Remember the lady who showed up to a, uh, uh, he was at a banquet. And this lady showed up in, his, in, in the house where he was, and, and she had this, this perfume, very expensive perfume, and she broke the seal and began to anoint the Lord. And he was criticized, and his statement was basically, she is grateful for the great forgiveness that she has received. In many occasions, Jesus was, once he had uh, done a miracle or called like Matthew, when he called Levi, later called Matthew, to follow him, Matthew responded in gratitude. What did Matthew do? He threw him a party. So hospitality is another way of articulating, expressing gratitude. You see, best practices for gratitude. So, so, you know, so how do we live this life of gratitude? How can we begin to walk in this life of gratitude? Well, you know, by focusing, as we said last week, on God's goodness, if we focus on the negative things of life, because they can come and they can try to overwhelm us, but we don't have to give in to that thinking. If we focus on God's goodness and grace, when we become aware of God's new thing, that God is doing something in my life, when we are humble enough and we have a heart of teachability and we open our hearts to learn from God, when we respond to the love of God that is forever, this is what Jesus said that we should do.
Give and you will receive. Luke 13, yeah. Now, it's interesting that we always take this text as dealing with money. Well, in a sense, it does. But does it say give money and you shall receive? No, it says give. It just says give. It just says give. Give of your love. Give of your time. Give of your talent. And yes, including give of your treasures. So open up the text and listen to it in this new way. Give and you shall receive. Your gifts will return to you in full, pressed down, shaken together to make room for more. So if you give love, you're going to be blessed with love. If you're generous, you're going to be blessed with generosity. The amount you give. Now, it doesn't say money, but because we hear the word amount, we want to put money in there. Is the amount of the time that you invest in life, the amount of talent, the amount of treasure. Do you dedicate your life to Jesus? Is it only a one hour a week thing? The amount you give will determine the amount you will get back. Giving of ourselves in time to learn and grow spiritually. Giving of our expertise, our talents, and our art. How many of you consider yourself artists? I'm sorry. But in one way or another, you all are artists. Now, when, when we had the artists here and they had all those beautiful paintings, I introduced myself as an artist. Now, I don't paint worth a thing. I don't paint worth a dime. But I can speak. I can tell you a story, Right? I may not be able to sell you the Brooklyn Bridge, but, you, but I can tell you a story. So I'm an artist of the Word. I'm a crafter of the words of God. I'm a crafter of inspiration and motivation. See, so what are you an artist at? Perhaps cooking? No, you're a crafter. She's an artist. She's a crafter. She'll create stuff out of nothing. You see, we all have an art. We all have a way of articulating our lives. We all have a way of walking and living our lives. Our entire lives may be an articulation of gratitude, an expression, manifestation, and a declaration of our gratitude of God's grace. Would that be fine? Look what the psalmist says as Chip read it this morning. I will thank you, Lord, among all the peoples. That's not a hidden kind of thank you. That's not a private kind of thank you. That's not a quiet kind of thank you. That's not a closeted kind of thank you. I will thank you, Lord, among all the peoples. And then he concludes saying, I will sing your praises among the nations. Today in the back, the ushers have, for those of you who are members of our congregation, your famous and infamous, always long-expected stewardship letters. I set them up. I told you I could tell you a story. So on the way out, whether you're a member, and if you're a visitor, we want you to take one of these baggies. The baggies are labeled because you care, we thank you. And because you have supported this congregation with your attendance, with your talents, with your treasures throughout the year, what do we say? We thank you.